welcome to the Waffle Zone. This is where we waffle on about what we listen to with podcasts, with music. It's where I go over the thank yous and just, you know, random miscellaneous waffling. So joining me today in the Waffle Zone is a voice you're probably familiar with if you've listened to the podcast much in the last four months. I have the reluctant first lady of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, very reluctant, Auntie Steve, Auntie Steve as Matt calls her, I have Vanessa here. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. (laughs) Glad to be here. All right. So now let's get down to business. This is where we, I'm going to ask you a question. Did you listen to any albums by artists this week? I started listening to the new Winery Dogs album, but I realized that only two of the songs were out on Apple Music. Yeah? So did you listen to something else? I listened to um, one of their older albums that had Oblivion on it. I don't remember. Hot Streak? Yes. Yes. No, Oblivion's uh, the first album. That's the you first. Remember, one. I'm not really good with album names. I know, I know. It's the. It's, I was listening to a, a podcast about it actually. So that's the reason I can remember Oblivion. And I there. also listened to Holly Humberstone some this week, which Bruno will be really. Hey, Bruno. <laughs> about because I know he's listened to her. Yeah, yeah. Bruno is a uh, Holly Humberstone. <laughs> Bruno will be happy to hear that. Any Taylor Swift. Not really, no. Oh, sorry, Bruno. I didn't listen to as much music this week because uh, my job requires a lot of reading and phone calls and conversations, so you really can't uh, listen to music during that time. Okay, well, my job is exactly the opposite of that. I usually get just about... I can have as much time to listen as I want, really, if I make it work. So uh, I did listen to a fair amount of music this week. I started off with some Iron Maiden alumni. I started off with Blaze Bailey. I listened to three Blaze Bailey albums. And if you're a Blaze Bailey fan, maybe you can guess that there's three in a row that I might have listened to together. Yes. I listened to Infinite Entanglement, Endure and Survive, Infinite Entanglement Part 2, and The Redemption of William Black, Infinite Entanglement Part 3. Um, those albums, amazing. Blaze is such a great, uh, the stuff that his band plays, the, the melodies he writes, he's so good. And while we were listening to this, I I think I told Matt and and maybe Kirstie about this. We were listening and we're in the car, I was in the car with Sarah and we're listening and Sarah's like, uh, you know, she was kind of like messing around with her phone. And then at a certain point she just kind of was just, you know driving around and listening and we're going a couple places and she just goes he's got a really good voice i like his voice and i go yeah yeah he's got a really he's got a really neat voice she goes it's really like it's deep and and she goes i might like that better than bruce dickinson and i was like whoa sarah whoa i said you know bruce dickinson that's almost sacrilege to say that but i said you know what i said i love blaze bailey I said, she goes, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe like, and she kind of started trying to explain it. And I was just like, hey, nothing wrong with that. I said, I, I think Blaze Bed has got a, a, a fantastic voice. But it really did surprise me to hear her say that. So um, take that for what it's worth. Um, I also listened to Iron Maiden, a couple albums this week. I had a third album to listen to, but I didn't get to it. Um, I listened to 
one of Kirsty and Matt's favorites, The Final Frontier. I listened also, which is also a favorite of mine, by the way, another favorite of mine, Senjutsu, the new album. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Uh, I listened to an album by The Cult, their newest one, Under the Midnight Sun, which is very good. Good throwback. I also listened to a, uh, I think it's an, I don't know if it's a full album or an EP, uh, but it's by um, Mike Venart. Uh, it's called In the Dead, Dead Wood. I, I found out about that because uh, Joe Lazarus, old friend of the show, he played drums on it. And that album, it's a really cool listen. It got, kind of musically goes all over the place. I really I really enjoy it. There's some, there's some really nice mellow uh, vocals, and then there's just some really, I wouldn't call it screaming, but maybe you would call it screaming. Just some really, really... It's all over the place. It's a, it's it's kind of an emotional listen. It's really good. And um, I also listened to one of my absolute favorite albums of all time. S- super duper throwback for me. Like when you talk about music taking you somewhere else and just takes you to another place in time. This is an album that came out in 1994, and I put it on the other day, and oh, I was just singing my heart out. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's it might be a medical term you're familiar with being married to me psycho schizophrenia <laughs> and the band is Lillian Axe um, just just amazing amazing album I love it front to back there's some really soft tender ballady type songs on it and I even like those like there's nothing on that album I want to skip when I did an episode a while back a good while back and it was uh, where I listed up what I someone asked me what my top five albums of all time were I think I listed that at number one it's, it's, it's tough for me to list albums, but I just was like, as I, maybe I was listening to it at that time a lot. Fantastic. I love, love, and highly recommend. Go and find Lillian Axe, Psycho Schizophrenia. Very long word that I can spell. <laughs> but uh, I have no idea what it means. So Now, the question of the hour that everybody is wondering. Everybody is probably wondering right now, did he or didn't he? So I hope everyone is sitting down. I hope you have a stiff drink. You're near a toilet. You might, you know, have diaper on if you need it. For the first week in very, probably since uh, it came out, for the first week, I did not listen to The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead by Megadeth. One of your favorites, right? With Soldier On? No. <laughs> but yeah, I... I I, I thought about it and I was going to try to listen to it, but uh, I was I had a, I talked on the phone a, a little bit more this week than I have in a while, and it took away some of my listening time. But that's okay; it was okay. I, I'm, I'll definitely hit it this week, so never fear. So uh, next up is podcast. Did you listen to any podcasts this week, Vanessa? I'm not a big podcast fan. Yeah, but you're married to a podcaster. You didn't even listen to mine. Oh, wow, you're missing out. You're missing out. You're missing out. Well, you know, some people might say that. <laughs> Not everybody. The vast majority of people wouldn't care. Actually, I take that back. I listened to a work-related podcast. A work-related podcast. Mm-hmm. So It was called Toad. Toad. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll let you tell a, a podcast-related story, though. Um, you texted me a couple days ago, and you started telling me about some guy that you've met because of your job. The podcast guy, the guy that 
you told me you was a fan of Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. So what, what happened there? So I am a big fan of networking on LinkedIn. I don't know how many of you use it, but it's a great way to network within the industry you work in, especially if you're in a professional industry. I'll include her link in the show notes. <laughs> and uh, what really. I did is I noticed someone in the industry that I work in had posted about being authentic and along the way he mentioned something about being a rocker dad or a heavy metal dude and so I know him just through the industry that I work in and I messaged him on LinkedIn and found out that his top two bands are Iron Maiden and Judas Priest so it kind of started a dialogue I've heard of them and he actually referred to the other podcast called Talking Maiden and he apparently listens to it quite a bit so who knows he might be a guest in the future who knows yeah whenever at first she starts texting me and she's like hey this guy and she says all that basically other than some of the Talking Maiden stuff and I said I go oh uh, she sent me a message he sent and it said well, blah, 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 and and I love Talking Maiden. He goes, and just in case he doesn't know, maybe he should listen to it or something like that. And a t- There's a podcast called that, and I just replied back, tell him I've had Nesbitt on my podcast. Because <laughs> like, Nesbitt is the host of Talking Maiden, obviously. We all know. You you know now, but well, I knew that you wouldn't you, have known I that before. I knew that you had referred to it before, so yeah. I, I did mention that to him. But I did say that I'm a pretty good asset for him because, you know, I'm, like, working up, like, other <laughs> clients for his, you know, podcast, yeah. people to listen, so customers, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I'm not a person that really goes out and tells people, you know. If that, it were me, I would be like, hey, you have our main shirt on, why don't you blah, 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 blah. Cause carry I, cards around with you. Well, I'm a talker. Like, I, I like to, you know, take an opportunity and capitalize on it. Well, if anyone, if you listen to the episode that comes out uh, in conjunction with this one about the review of the Wasp show, I mentioned the story about the uh, two people that I talked to in the casino and that I didn't mention the podcast to. And we walked off. My wife's like, "Why didn't you tell me about your podcast?" I was just like, "I just, I just feel awkward doing that, you know." So, and I regret it now, Kirsty. I remember after that, Kirsty was like, "She was just like." Can you further explain why you feel odd about that? I don't know. It, it's just I feel like I'm pushing something on people, and I don't. I, I'm not a pushy. I don't want to be pushing stuff like You're that. You're not on pushing it if you just subtly say, "Hey, if you ever get a chance, I'd do this podcast." Hey, how'd you like? How do you like the Wasp concert? I said, "Oh man, it was awesome." Oh, by the way, I have a heavy metal podcast. <laughs> just, well, you know, I don't think uh, you even have to do that. I think if you see someone with the Iron Maiden shirt on. And you get to talking to them and, you know, develop a conversation, you might insert it into the conversation. Yeah, I, just, I think I it struggle depends with that. on how you bridge that gap. It, yeah, I mean, I'm great at having a conversation with someone wearing an Iron Maiden shirt or whatever, Wasp shirt or whatever, but like... There's a way to subtly insert things into Yeah, maybe I need to go to some kind of training, <laughs> learn how to do that. Uh Go to the uh, because who knows you might have somebody in a whole other country that's never listened who might find out about it because some person that they know connected mm, yeah. with you know I mean it's just something to think about yeah how do you think I found Matt no I didn't I didn't tell anybody he just he just was uh, he was just very bored and he was like what's the worst possible thing I can listen I mean, to think about it how would you have met me if someone hadn't introduced you true true so, so yeah. Now, well, I got, you I have, would have been missing out on a lot, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying. And I do have to add about Talking Maiden. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not. I mean, I know I've told you, but just for the record, 
Like, they are the cream of the crop when it comes to Iron Maiden podcasts. Like, if you want to know about Iron Maiden, if you want to hear an album review, like, we do album reviews. I mean, we, let me rephrase. We talk about the albums. Like, Nesbitt and Josh, mainly Nesbitt, you know, Josh is the, Josh is like the comedic relief. But they have these great conversations, and Nesbitt is like super, super, super. You think I'm into Iron Maiden? Nesbitt is like the ultimate Iron Maiden fan, and he's like so knowledgeable, and he does so much research, and it's like a super fact. It's just like a it's like an Iron Maiden nerd podcast, and it's awesome. So, um, so there, there we go. That that was, it. but I found that interesting because usually when you're like, oh, I told someone about your podcast, and I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. But when you when you came back and you said all that, yeah, he likes Iron Maiden, the Juice Priest, and, and he when he mentioned when he said Talking Maiden, I was like, okay, he listens to podcasts about Iron Maiden, so. You know, maybe he hasn't heard uh, their episode called The End where he mentions my podcast. Right. So, but, um, okay. So, podcasts that I listen to, I listen to uh, Jim Florentine. Remember the comedian I told you I wanted to go see in a couple weeks? That's him. And and my friend Michael's going to go, I think. I think. Uh, he had an episode called Never Happened to Stories, which is, you know, funny. Um, speaking of Talking Maiden. I listened to this one podcast called The Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast, and the title of the podcast was Talking Night Demon with Talking Maiden. They had a little reunion on the podcast, and they were talking about their show coming back this year, which is pretty exciting. So, I listened to um, someone you've conversed with a little in the past, Wayne's Iron Maiden Podcast, Wimp, W-I-M-P, uh, his episode, Man on the Edge. Uh, I listen, <laughs> listened to uh, Jesse. Uh, the guy that I know up in Illinois, Jesse, the delivery guy, uh, he has, his podcast is called Riff Wiser. Uh, he had two. <laughs> one was called Buffalo Beer Field, and one was called Live at Last. His episodes are like the opposite of mine, like very short. <laughs> so, mine are very long. Um, but we are working on that. That's why we're doing this. So. Okay, uh, Top 5 with Joey Casada. Uh, two episodes. One was called Best Replacement Band Members. And the next one was called Best Ernie Stories. Now, Ernie is one of the guys on the podcast. And if you've never listened to that podcast, uh, go find Top 5 with Joey Casada and listen to Best Ernie Stories. It's insanely, it, like to quote uh, the old Seinfeld show, that's gold, Jerry. Oh, man, it's so good. That was such a fantastic episode. I was crying. I was laughing so hard at some of those things. Uh, the other podcast I mentioned, it's another Iron Maiden podcast that uh, has come out in the uh, past several months. It's called Maiden Voyagers. Not Maiden Voyage. Don't listen to that one. You can. You can. Uh, you may like it. Uh, but this one, not to be confused, this one's got two extra letters. It's got an R and an S. Maiden Voyagers. Um, and I find they're, they're both from the UK. I think one of them lives in uh, Wales. The other one may live in England, but they're both in that area. Uh, I'm sure someone like Kirsty could tell me where their accents are from. One of them reminds me a little bit of uh, Wayne's alter ego, Paul. But um, their podcast is it's very informative. They laugh a lot. They're old friends, which I always kind of envy, you know, when someone has like someone they've known forever. But I listened to their episodes, uh, Iron Maiden Part 1, Iron Maiden Part 2, the two parts of the album. They kind of do what uh, Talking Maiden does a little bit where they go into the history of the things and I listen to Killers Part 1 and Part 2 and then I listen to Peace of Mind Part 1 because I've already listened to Number of the Beast Part 1 and 2. But um, 
I highly recommend you know going and checking that out because it's, it's I found it to be enjoyable. So if you can like the personalities, then you can like it. So okay, next up we're gonna do the retweets and the tweet quotes for the episode, the P sells but who's buying episode, and the Waffle Zone episode from last week. But before I gotta ask you a question. I didn't prepare you for this, but I think you might know what kind of question I'm going to ask here. So, <clears throat> you told me that you were talking to somebody, and that they kind of, you you always question my music stuff. Why do you like music so much? And and I don't I don't get it. It just it's it's a little over and above. Like I I told somebody uh, the day after that Wasp concert, and we were sitting at that cafe. You remember the cafe we were at, and. Uh, I was trying to tell you a story and I kept almost trying to cry because I was just like so emotional about it. And I just like, I told you looked at me and you went, what is wrong with you? (laughs) And so, um, but you said you talked to someone who was kind of speaking about, you know, the conversation I'm referring to. Okay. So tell me that little bit of that conversation because I found it to be very interesting. I'm not exactly sure how it come up in the conversation, but we were talking about our relationship, mine and yours. And she mentioned that music has always been there for you. Music has never deserted you. It has never left you. It has never abandoned you. Music has kind of been your escape. And I found it very interesting, but it kind of rang true with me. But it also kind of brought up something in my mind just now is that music for you has taken on a persona, much like a human being, because you have a very much emotional connection with music like you would have with a human being. So so I think music has taken on a persona for you. It's like it's right. It's like even though it's not, uh, you know, a human being standing there, it has a lot of um, qualities that you find comforting, you know? <laughs> I mean, when you told me what that person said, I found it a little like it was weird. Like I was like, it made sense because, I mean, yeah, it's, it's I'm like music's always it's always there for you when you need it. Uh, one thing that Matt said, I told him what you said and Matt goes, it doesn't nag. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but, uh, you know, it's, it's always there for you. It's like, if you're in a great mood, you can listen to some music. If you're really mad, you can listen to some music. If you're depressed, you can listen to some music. If you're sad, whatever your, whatever your state, if you just want to chill, you can listen to some music. If you want to rock out and bang your head, you know, and be aggressive, you can listen to some music. There's music that fits everything. And it's like a soundtrack of your life. You know, you can. I think that I said uh, music's like a time machine. And like I was talking about listening to that uh, Psycho Schizophrenia, that album came out in 94. And when back then, I would go see them a lot. Like I'd go see them in concert a lot. So I went and saw them multiple times when they would play and, uh, you know, promoting that album. And it was like, I just started listening to it. And, and I just was like, gosh, I remember, I remember hearing these songs back when they came out. And it just, it made me feel like I was 20 years old again, you know, a little bit. It but was, also, I think for you, music, You know, when you were growing up, you were allowed to basically do whatever you pretty much wanted to, like as related to music. No one was screening your music. No one was telling you you couldn't listen to this or that. So you found solace in music because, you know, if you had a challenging day with a friend or a family member, whatever, you would go in your room and you would listen to music and that would be your retreat. 
But for me, I didn't get to do that as a kid because I had very, uh, you know, kind of uh, certain guidelines I needed to comply with. And so uh, that's why you're where you're at with music and why I'm in a very different place. Like, I like music, but if you ask me to name an album that Taylor Swift put out... I can name a couple albums, but like I can't tell you what song is on what album. I sure. don't have that kind of affinity. If you ask me a phone number of a friend when I was a kid, like a friend of mine, I can quote that phone number to you. Well, There's cer- can, certain yeah. things that I can remember. Like I have a f- affinity for certain things, but um, music has not taken on that kind of persona for me. Well, it's like earlier we were at we went to a record store. And like, there's a lot of times where I just forget things and can't remember lots of details, but we walked by an old white snake shirt and I just like pointed at all five guys and bam, 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 knew all their names. Like, I'm like, how do I still remember that? Well, it's funny because I listened to them when I was a teenager and liked a lot of their songs, but I didn't know any of their names. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and I don't know for me, I just don't ever feel that it's that important to know the people who are singing the songs, if you like their music, you like their music. I don't think well, you have to necessarily know their names, but that's just a difference in opinion. It's definitely, yeah, I mean, because cause people get into it a lot, and, you know, it, everyone, it's like people that, like, I know a lot of people that are into movies, and they'll be like, at work, usually I'll talk to certain people, mm-hmm. and they'll always bring up movies, like, oh, yeah, it's it's got so-and-so in it, and they'll name some modern actors, and I'm just like, I have no idea who that is. Oh, well, they were in this movie. I'm like, uh, I've never seen that. I don't know what it is. So, I mean, people all have their different tastes. You know, like some people probably like to read books and could tell you about, like Sarah, she could tell you about certain authors and books. And I'm just like, okay. I think though, if you look at it, I mean, maybe I'm too being too philosophical because I'm a thinker, but like for me, it's like, even if I, I like to watch movies and I like certain actors or actresses, but I don't have an interest in like reading all about them and finding out yeah, all this yeah, stuff true. about them because they're just like a regular person singing about things they're going through in their life. And yeah, maybe I can relate to them, but that doesn't mean I need to know everything about them. It's just a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, different people want different things. Out because of different- then I feel like you kind of put those people in the album. You like hold them in a much higher regard than anyone else in society. Well, they're artists. Well, you just, you just appreciate some, their art. And I know, you, but some people can be an artist in their own right with anything. You that's know? what the whole podcast is about. If, if if people didn't care that much about it, I wouldn't even have a podcast. I can, Well, that's you know. true. I, I mean, I can only speak from my point of view is like I got into the bands and when I was younger, you know, you get an album like this, you know, in a cassette, you'd open it up and you'd lay in your room and you'd read every page and you'd flip through the pages and go, okay, who's, who's, who produced this album and who did they thank in the thank yous and what, you know, you're reading all the little notes and you're looking at all the pictures and you're looking for all the details and just, it's just something I did, you know, it's like. And it's and I and I know tons and tons and tons of people. You know, like when I talked to Kirsty and Matt, they were both the same way. So many other people I've talked to. It's you know, and I get it. If if you didn't, if a person doesn't grow up doing that, then you don't understand it. And it makes you know, I don't really care. It's like, hey, we all like what we like. And but like I said, I can relate to TV, and I don't feel that way about TV. I don't. Go but it's, read. it's like going and buying a People magazine. I want to read this story about their personal life. That's wanting to dig in and find out more about like, like say I'm the rock or somebody, some big and saying, Oh, well he, his wife had a, you know, I don't know anything about the rock other than he's a wrestler and a TV actor, but like, Oh, well he had a, uh, 
you know, maybe he was married and then they had this tough situation and, you know, people, you know, it's just like that. But. I mean, I do like reading stories about people, but it doesn't have to be a celebrity or an artist. It can be just real people. You know, you know, yeah, how, you know how I like to read, like in documentaries or like, or, yeah, or hear things that happen to people. Cause I don't know. Sometimes you just learn things about, of course, the world is such a kind of sick place nowadays. So I just love music. Well, you're kind of obsessed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now we're going to talk about the people who are also obsessed. <laughs> the people that retweet. How obsessed do you got to be to retweet my podcast? You'll be pretty obsessed with music, right? So, either that or you're just very, uh, you know, you're helping someone in dire uh, straits. Someone that really, you know, you, know, you just so, smile. <laughs> okay, so retweets of the. P-Sells, But Who's Buying episode that I did with George and Andrew Whitnall goes as follows. Todd Herrig in Fargo, North Dakota. Philly Binion in Lincoln, England. Lincoln, England. The official detention teacher, Gen Maryutani in Chiba, Japan. Your buddy, Ian White in Solihull, West Midlands. Louis Mariano, the Iron Maiden Encyclopedia, but more importantly, Sarah's number one fan. Ron Kramer in Washington State. The Scouser, David Laird in Liverpool, England. His Royal Dudeness, Dave in the USA. And someone named XXX at Mute Underground 333XXX. Whatever that means. So now the tweet quote section for peace sells, but who's buying? First off was his royal dudeness, Dave in the USA. And this is what he said Andrew's son George drops knowledge on us during a review of peace sells. George, peace sells is by Dave Mustaine's ego project. That's something he said during The Conjuring. George, if you don't be nice to me, I will hex you. <laughs> Uh, and, <laughs> and then me, George, you have any last words? Um, metal up your ass. <laughs> that kind of threw me off when a 10 year old boy said that, but it made me laugh too. So this was also retweeted by Bilbo T Baggins. You know who that is? Isn't From it? The Hobbit. Is that who it is? The Hobbit? Okay. I always ask because I can't remember if it's the Hobbit or Harry Potter or whatever. I read it in eighth grade. And you still remember that. Mm -hmm. I still remember <laughs> Tommy Aldridge, Rudy Sarzo, Vivian Campbell, David Coverdale, and Adrian Vandenberg from White Snake on the back of a t-shirt, though. I never read that book, though. Uh, and he is also in West Midlands, England. Uh, next up was the official detention teacher, Gen Maryutani in Chiba, Japan. And he said, awesome, awesome episode. George has great taste of music and sense of humor. He has some great analysis on the songs. Can't believe he is only 10. It really shows how great a father and educator Andrew Whitnall is. The future of our metal community is bright. Uh, next up, the Honorable Counselor, Sir Richard Holmes of the Ulster Unionist Party in Garvaugh, Northern Ireland. The only official politician. You knew that, right? He's the only official politician. I can't handle more than one politician. You know, he's the only one I can handle. In Northern Ireland, he said, 
A young special guest sounds like he's turning into a walking encyclopedia. Cool young man, worth the listen for him alone, and a cracker of an album to boot. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like an Irish thing? I wish I could do an, an Irish, uh, a cracker of an album to boot. <laughs> Ron Kramer in Washington State said, Seems like George would love killing is my business based on his preferences on P-Cells. Asylum The Kiss podcast said, waiting for the official name change to Uncle Steve's Megadeth Zone. I don't see that happening, but David McDermott in, I wanted, I wanted to talk to Matt and ask him about this place. In Wagga Wagga, Australia said, or Wagga Wagga, he's told me how to say that before. And he says, David McDermott said, Having a five-year-old boy who has recently taken over my Iron Maiden CD collection and can quote song lyrics better than me, it was wonderful listening to George and hearing his insights into this album and music in general. Great listen. Uh, Kirsty, the official historian of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, she said, George is very knowledgeable and entertaining. I hope he comes back soon. The adults were okay, too. The Scouser, David Laird from Liverpool, England, he said, I was worried if Steve retired, the podcast would end. But now I'm confident Uncle George will take up the baton. Very smart and knowledgeable kid. Good parenting, Andrew. Uh, the last one was Lord Andrew, the most English of English gentlemen. And he said, he didn't say anything. He posted a picture of his son uh, in front of the Megadeth album, like going like this. He was going like, so that was that. It was doing the horns in front of the uh, Peace Cells um poster the wall hanging thing so now really quickly and finishing us off i'm going to read the retweets of the waffle zone from last week and the quick quotes the retweets there was about four or five we got a uh, gen marutani in chiba japan the detention teacher ian white in solly hole west midlands Louis mariano in venezuela the scouser david laird in liverpool england and Dave in the USA in New York. I have three quick quotes. The first one is from Lord Andrew, and, he's, and he just simply said, if you're wondering what a 10-year-old listens to, because he, he told us all of that. Again, uh, Mariatani, because we talked about, um, uh, did I get all that? We talked about uh, going to Japan because George said he loved Japan and he wanted to go there. And I was like, well, Gen said he'd give us a tour. He'd be my tour guide if I ever go. And he just said, well, why don't you all come over here together? We can all hang out in Japan. So I hope to do that one day again. Hope to do that. Um, and lastly, uh, his royal dudeness, Dave in the USA. And he said, George is more metal than metal. We essentially hear George's Iron Maiden story, and he is into some heavy bands. Little 10-year-old dude knows what he likes and is very confident about it. Great job, Andrew Whitnall. And with that, we're, we're finished here in the Waffle Zone. Do you have any final words? I do not. You don't have anything else you want to say? No. Waffle on. Waffle on, baby! <laughs> Hey, good job. You got the punchline already. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Good job, Mama. That's funny. The waffle on. Waffle on. Uh -huh.